Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome to our new podcast series called Undefeated. My name is Ross, and I'm your host for this new series here on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and Google Podcast. For those who are just tuning in, thank you. Uh, this is actually our first episode here, and I'm excited to be a part of this and I'm also excited for you to be a part of this because there's a lot of things that we have planned a lot of guests and to be honest this has been a dream in the making for a very long time and by a long time I mean it's been years since I've been able to do something like this and these moments are just raw and Whatever happens out of this, I'm excited to do this. So please just stay to the end. I have a lot that I would like to talk about and a lot of things that are on my heart that I like to share. And a lot of it pertains to the body of Christ. And uh, this episode in particular is something that's been on my heart for a very, very long time. And yeah, it's an introduction to what the entire series is going to be about, but it's also something that's genuinely been on my heart and something I've had to go through for the last eight months, nine months, and just, to be honest, this is a, a platform that I'm going to use to bring hope and and bring encouragement to those who are basically in the same position as I am. So if this podcast um, means anything to you or anything that's said that is encouraging, make sure to like, make sure to follow the podcast, make sure to subscribe if it gives you that opportunity to, or to, I guess it's follow mostly. Make sure to follow and share because there's going to be a lot of things that we're going to be talking about that's going to be genuine. It's going to be raw. It's going to be at times kind of insecure in in ways because honesty is something that's going to be incorporated in this podcast. So without further ado, welcome to Undefeated. Uh, this episode is titled Who Am I? Because this is something that's really really important and it has to do with identity um there's a lot of things that are going out and happening in this world right now that is causing confusion and insecurity in regards to who you are as a child of christ and there's a lot of things that are are going on that are questioning that if you look at schools and the the parental rights that have been taken away from parents in regards to how their child is taught to the community that is changing every day uh, because people are insecure about their gender or uh, the LGBTQ I don't know there's too many letters for it or to the person who is just trying to figure out who they are in Christ as a child of God. You know, all of these things are really important to talk about. And yeah, it may be uncomfortable. There's truth in the matter because, you know, God really cares about who each person is and who 
they are in him as a child. So before I get into into any of that, just please understand that there's going to be some stuff that I'm going to say that's going to be controversial. And everybody, honestly, is going to have their own opinions when it comes to that. And so I totally understand. And again, this is a free country and you have a voice and it's it's yours to, to express. It's yours to share. So don't feel like you can't share them. But this platform that I'm using is a way for me to to get out there and just express things that are on my heart and things that the Lord has really shown me through these last uh, months. And I want you to be a part of that. I want you to hear that. So the reason why I named this topic in this episode, Who Am I?, is because, again, you know, who am I in Christ? Who am I as a person? Who am I as um, as a son? Who am I as a daughter? Like, who who am I? Who What is my identity? And what has the Lord brought me out of uh, to kind of use this as a testimony? So I'm going to get into a little bit as well in regards to who I am as a, as a person and kind of introducing myself in a way because some of you guys don't know my background, some of you don't know my history, and to be honest, some people don't even know me as a person. You may have met me, you may know my story, but some, actually a lot of people here in this world do not know my story because it's something I really haven't talked about. If you go into my social media Uh, My Facebook, my Instagram, whatever it is, it's mostly just content of stuff I've shot because I'm a videographer, cinematographer, and there's a lot of content I've shot for churches, Um, but it really hasn't shown who I am as a person, and um, to be honest, who, I don't know, just who I am. So, a little bit of history about me, Uh, I was born in Germany um, but there were some complications with that I was uh, born with a umbilical cord around wrapped around my neck and it's believed to it's believed that my heart had stopped and that I had a limited window before I po- I guess possibly be pronounced dead Um I don't know exactly what happened because everything is in German and we've tried to do our best to get the interpretation, um, the transcription from back then. And we just don't know. But because of that situation over the years growing up as a, as a, a, a toddler into being a very young kid into my teenage years, it was very difficult. Um, I was a military kid, so everything was stricter. Everything was more professional. But on an every everyday basis, my life was completely different than most kids because I had a learning disability. I had something that was going on that I didn't know about. Um, things were more difficult as a kid. I couldn't socialize. I couldn't be around people I, I I couldn't do things that I wanted to do because everything was very very difficult and 
I was a really rough kid. I'll be completely honest. Um, but one thing that really stuck to me was I really loved the Lord and I wanted to do everything I could. And, um, when I was about six or seven years old, I was sitting, it could have been around eight, actually eight years old. I was sitting at church and a little town at the time in, in Tennessee. And, um, I heard the the Lord, you know, call me uh, to be a pastor and to be in the ministry, and I didn't know what that was going to look like. Uh, we had a guest speaker come in and uh, start praying for us, and I didn't know what I was going to expect. I didn't know what I was going to encounter, but I was like, you know what? I'm really hungry for the Lord, and I want to I wanna feel what everybody else is feeling. And I went to the front, and I was getting prayed by someone, I forget his name, but he ended up praying for me, and I just went out in the spirit. I couldn't, I didn't realize what was happening, and then I was, I was just, I was out. I was in the presence of God. I don't know how long, but it wasn't that long. But I came to, and I realized, like, the Lord had, the Lord really loved me, and he cared about me for me to experience even that little moment of, of him and um, I really had that impression, that feeling like I'm supposed to be in ministry just because of how much I deeply love the Lord and some things I felt like the Lord was going to do in my life. And so I started pursuing that. I started working in churches as a volunteer, um, started off with just running a 16 channel audio um console for sound for the kids room wasn't much it was a VHS player and a microphone wasn't that big of a deal uh, to actually doing video production and doing audio for the main sanctuary um, I found my niche and it was great it was something that I thoroughly loved and I felt like you know the Lord was putting that in my heart to do for the time being was uh, media as time progressed, I started getting more involved with media as well, but something was completely different in my life. Uh, I still I still had those issues going on where the social issues and um, I was having insane migraines, uh, migraines lasting six to eight hours at a time. It was, it was hard. It, it, I had a really, really rough life in regards to how my um, – the learning was in school to everyday things going on at home. And sooner or later, my parents didn't really know what to do. So I got tested, um, got tested at school. They're like, hey, like he may need a IEP. He has some things going on and uh, ended up going to a place where my mom worked at the time. And I got tested as well with an EKG. I think it was an EKG or EGG or EEG, something like that. I forget what it is. Um, but basically a, a big scan of my brain and come to find out that I had some overloads, over overloads in my brain. And it was assumed that I had um, Asperger's which is of many of you guys know is a form of autism and I carried that as my identity for the longest time 
and I felt like everything I was doing was my my fault. It was my mistake. I couldn't learn. I was doing terrible at tests, but yet I was so good with other things. The more hands-on stuff like that. Um, so as time progressed, we ended up moving from one state to the other so I can get the help I needed. And it really wasn't doing everything it was needed. Um, I had occupational therapy. I had ABA therapists coming in into my house. I had all of these appointments. I was going to classes on Thursdays, I believe, for social skills with uh, VIA. Um, back in the day, it was called VIA. It was Virginia Institute for Autism. Everything that was needed, and it really didn't help. So here I am in a new state learning how to be sociable, even though that wasn't really my strong suit, I guess. And I was kind of, in a way, stuck. I, I didn't know what to do. Um, to be honest with you, I was on antidepressants. I was on Concerta. I was on Zoloft. I was on things that really made a massive effect on my health. I lost a lot of weight, stuff like that. So, uh, also, I couldn't sleep. I was probably running on two to three hours of sleep a day just because the medication kept me up till two or three o'clock in the morning and then wake up at five or six o'clock to get ready for school. So in the long run, I was I was in this uh, scheduled every day. Every day was scheduled for me. So wake up, making bed, brushing teeth, eating breakfast, washing dishes, getting dressed, everything from every 15 minutes to every every 20 minutes is always a new task to keep me on track and it was going great but to be honest it wasn't what I was need what was needed in my life and um so I was in school in high school and to be honest it, every day felt the same and then one day um my mom went to a conference for a couple of days in Virginia Beach and she came back and she was healed from Lyme disease from a tick bite and she was like, Ross, you really need to go to this this conference, this convention that they're doing with this ministry called Global Awakening. There's a lot of things that happened in my life and I was healed from it and I would like you to be a part of it. And I was like, okay, um, so we started planning this trip. This was we were in Virginia, and the the conference was going to be in August of 2014 in Florida, there in Orlando, Florida. So I was like, okay, whatever, um, sure, I'll go. So fast forward to to that that conference. It was called Voice of the Apostles with Dr. Randy Clark, Bill Johnson, Heidi Baker, and a bunch of other speakers. We even had Rodney Howard Brown there. It was great. But the biggest thing that really threw me in for a loop was the amount of people that was there. Hence, I didn't like to be social. I didn't like large crowds. Um, I had a lot of things going on with me. 
sensory-wise, like uh, textures, sounds, lights, um, the, the common signs of Asperger's. And it was really, really, lo- uh, really, really tough for me sensory-wise. So I go in and we get checked in and, you know, we do a quick trip to Disney and come back and we get ready to start the conference. And this place was massive. It was at the Orange County Convention Center. And, oh my gosh, we probably had seven to 8,000 people there that year. And it was packed. I was in serious overload in regards to my sensory the it was so loud it was it was very bright and it was really really rough (laughs) I'll be honest with you Uh, fast forward a day I um, I was in the second row um, at the front either the second row or the third row on the on the left side and here's this young kid who walks over to me. Well, first he prays for my parents for some odd reason. I'm like, I don't know who this guy is. And he looks over at me and he's like, hey, I want to pray for you. And I'm like, okay. And he he prays for me. He prays that the Lord just ministers in my life throughout this, this conference. And, and that I just get touched by the Holy Spirit. And I was like, okay, well, thank you. And he keeps telling me like, hey, I want to pray for you the rest of the week. I feel like God's got something on your hands and I really think you need it. So um, I got his name and uh, this guy named Brian Starley. Um, Brian and I became friends and we hung out during the conference, but there was something there. Here's this kid still dealing with autism. You know the the symptoms of autism, Aspergers, and he's there's this kid that wants to be social and hang out with him. And I'm like, I don't know what to do. So, um, a couple, I think two or three nights into the conference, Randy Randy Clark comes up on stage. He's like, I really feel like we're supposed to pray for people with head traumas. Um. And people that have been dealing with uh, headaches and migraines, and right there and then, I'm like, you know what, Lord, I'm I'm tired of dealing with this. I'm tired of struggling with these these issues that are going on in my life, and I don't want to have to deal with this every day anymore. So I go up and I find a a, a student who's participating there uh, with Global Awakening, their GSSM Global School of Supernatural Ministry. And I go to them, I'm like, hey, I would like some prayer. And they look at me and I, I tell them what's going on in my life. And they're like, okay, let's let's pray for you. And all of a sudden, uh, as, as they're praying for me, I just feel this weight. And I'm like, what in the world is going on? I haven't felt this for so long. And all of a sudden, I'm on the I'm on the ground, and I have no idea what just happened. And then I'm like, "Wait a second, that's the Lord. The Lord is doing something insane in my in my body right now." And um, just as I told you guys a couple minutes ago, sensory like te- uh, textures and stuff. They had this really bad carpet on the on the f- concrete floor that they rolled out just for comfort, because the whole floor was concrete. 
anyway, so I'm coming to and I'm feeling this carpet in my hands and I'm I'm noticing the the textures are changing on it and it goes from like really coarse sandpaper feeling to like really soft and and gentle and I'm like okay what is going on and um I look up and the stage lights are on and when I open my eyes all of a sudden the uh, the brightness changes from what felt like to 100% to about 45%. It was not as bright anymore. And then there was a shift in the in the acoustics. Like the decibels got brought down like 15, uh, 20 decibels. It was not loud at all. And I'm like, wait a second, this is not normal. Like, God, what what is going on? And I started seeing differences right away. And um, I was like, okay, God, you got to you got to do what you, you want to do. Like, I'm, I'm tired of, I'm I'm tired of fighting this. So I trust you and I feel like you're going to do something in my life. And the, the rest of the week, like God had been changing and altering my chemistry in my body, adjusting everything that needed to be adjusted because everything changed dramatically in my life from that moment on. And it was insane. It was it was amazing because right there and then I knew that God healed me from from Asperger's. He healed me from autism, and I didn't think it was possible. So, um, I go to get checked out after the conference. Probably like a month, two months later, I go and I get checked out, and they're like, "You know what? Um, we don't know how this happened, but you're clear." from all autism, all Asperger's, you don't have to worry about this anymore. We're going to go ahead and put in your documentation that you don't have it and that you're clear. And I'm like, what? This is insane. And right there and then I knew like God had something on my life. God God had something that was meant for me and that he actually heard me and he saw me and he realized the challenges and the struggles that I had and, um, it it became my testament it became my story because god made me exactly who i was no matter what the enemy had planned god's plans triumphed that triumphed that and i'm like god i'm a coin in your pocket spend me and use me however you need to I'm just thinking about that now and it's blowing me away because it's like God knew exactly what he was doing. So I started pursuing more and more into ministry, went to college uh, for, for Bible. I went to Bible college in Ohio a couple years later, back in uh, actually 2015. So that next year, actually uh, graduated my, with my associates in uh, pastoral leadership in 2017 and then I took a year break, and then I ended up going to GSSM from 2018 to 2021. I did their full two years of school with them, as well as a third-year internship. And I cannot say anything bad about that. God used me and changed me in so many ways during those six, seven years. And... 
it's been crazy to see what God has had in store for me um, through the prophetic, through words of knowledge, through healing, um, seeing ears being opened, seeing legs grown out, to seeing eyes being made whole from... Oh, gosh, there's just so many things, to be honest, that I could talk about. But we have so much limited time on here and I don't want to I don't want to bore you <laughs> but God is just so good and to be honest another thing like I talked about like I have my struggles and even like through the last these last nine months eight to nine months have been insanely crazy for me because I've been in the spot where I've been stuck. I've been hopeless in a way because I didn't know what to do. And I've been, to be honest, I've been in a dry spell, a dry season of my life. Because I'm like, God, I want you to use me. I want you to to use me the way you did two years ago. Like, what's going on? And It's been rough. But I'm still here. <laughs> Um, but this, this honestly, this podcast has been on my heart for the longest time and hence I called it undefeated is because of the season I even, I'm even going through where I felt defeated. I felt lost. I felt stuck. I felt hopeless, but the situation that I'm in now has brought me out of that that feeling of being hopeless, being stuck, being defeated. And the Lord has really worked through these last couple months for me in regards to jobs, in regards to uh, finances, in regards to relationships and relationship statuses. Everything that the normal body of Christ is going through, like God has been taking care of me through it all. And I want to tell you, like, don't lose hope. Don't lose your love for the Lord just because you're going through a dry spell. Just because you're going through a season of your of wilderness in your life. Like, God has something planned for you. And you're not alone. And to be honest... Let my testimony be a testimony for you. Let my testimony, in a way, be a place where you receive healing, receive the word, receive the Lord in a new way. Because I truly feel, and this is something that I've even been taught, is like a testimony can bring healing. Even though I may not be praying for you, laying hands on you, even prophesying over you. There is still still a, a move of God through that testimony. And I believe there's some people here that are listening uh, to this and it's like, okay, Ross, like, are you sure like this actually happened? And to be honest, yeah, it did. And I don't care what people think. I don't care if they disagree with me. Like, that's their place. They can if they want. But I know what God says and I know what the Lord has done in my in my life. And I truly believe 
God's going to bring healing and restoration to the body of Christ because there needs to be unity. There needs to be wholeness. There needs to be love. And I really believe like God has something planned for you. For everyone who's listening, God has something planned for you. God has healing coming into your body, over your family, over relationships, over your finances, over your job. Or if you need a job, like God's going to give you that job that you've been praying for, that you've been asking for, that you have been uh, fighting battles for. God is with you. God has you. God is restoring you to where he created and aligned you to be. So with that being said, a little bit of my testimony, I want to get into a little bit of why I feel like the Lord is getting ready to work in this season of your life. And just stay with me for a little bit longer. Because I truly feel the Lord has something insane for you during the season. This world is going into chaos right now. If you look at the world, there's war going on in Israel. There's there's wars going on in the in the United States. There's positions that are filled that should not be filled by certain people. There's economical challenges right now going on in this world that could have been completely avoided. But guess what? Here we are. But the one thing that never changes is God. The one thing that never changes is the words and the promises that God has for us. And if we look in the Bible, Edomon talks about these days are coming and the end is coming soon. And if we look at the world and we look at Revelation and we look at Ezekiel and we look into the Bible, we see certain things that are being said that are actually happening today. And I want to tell you, do not base your identity off of what is going on, but base your identity off of who God says you are. And what that is, is you're a child of a child of God. You're a son. You're a daughter of God. You are the bride of Christ. And you're not alone through this. Yes, you're going to have these battles during this intense time. There is going to be some serious wars that you're going to have to fight. But don't be afraid. God has you. God is on your side. God is fighting the battles with you. And one of the biggest things I must say is do not give up. Do not give up hope. Do not give up your faith. Continue to pray. Continue to seek after God. Continue to to pray for those who are lost. Continue to pray for those without hope. Be the voice to the voiceless. Show the love of the Father's heart to those who need him the most. Some of you are like, how how can I do this if I'm going through my own situations? Well, here's the thing. Again, you're not alone. There are so many other Christians out there that are fighting their, their own battles. And the best thing to do, well, is to unite. Unite together. Fight each other's battles. 
stand beside each other, pray for people, war for people in the spirit because there's a lot of things that are going on in the supernatural that you're not seeing in the natural right now. And the enemy is very, very ticked off when two or three people are gathered together because the plans of the enemy are null and void because the authority that you have in Jesus, the authority that you have in God, the things that the Lord has given you, such as authority, he's given you authority to cast out demons. He's also given you authority to fight battles, you know, for the weapons of warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God and to bring it down the strongholds. These things are so important for this generation, even myself, even though I'm a, I'm a Gen Zer, I believe like the Gen Z is rising up as well in their identity with the Lord and rising up as a as a believer, but also rising up as leaders in the church to be able to bring people into, I would say, acknowledgement that the Lord is getting you ready to do some insane works, but we need to be prepared and we need to work together through them. Yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> and just to let you know, all of this is unscripted because I truly believe like God has something and he's placed it on my heart to just kind of express to you like how important this is right now. Uh, a few years ago, I, I posted a post. I, I posted something on, on my Facebook about how this generation is going to become the new Elijah's and we're going to be out there. And you haven't recognized us, you haven't seen us yet, but we're going to take a stand and you're going to realize, oh man, these people are real. Why haven't we listened to them? Because the Lord is preparing uh, an army of Elijah's, pre preparing an army of Elisha's, of prophets, because the Lord is going to use Gen Z as an army to bring people back to the Lord. There's a lot of people out there right now. I'm going to name a couple. You have Hannah Williamson. You have, um, there's a couple people that are well known. I, I think her name is Sia on, um, on Instagram, on TikTok. Uh, a lot of people know Kirby. Um, her her channel is like Kirby is a boss. Stuff like that. Like there's these Gen Zers that truly believe like the Lord is coming back soon. And we need to prepare ourselves and prepare our hearts for what the Lord has. Because there is an insane war that we're going to have to fight together. And to be honest, it's it's going to be insane. So I urge you, I urge you to seek time, speak, uh, seek after the Lord, speak to God, talk to God, pray to God, however you have relationship with him, get into the word, spend time with him, get into your secret place, get into the Holy of Holies, because I guarantee you that's a battle that we can all fight. That's a, that's a, a, a weapon that we can all use right now in this season. There's an awakening that's going to be happening here in the in the nation here in the US very soon that I believe that it's going to surprise or amaze a bunch of Christians uh, and those 
who are actually prepared, who spend time with the Lord, are actually going to have the answers, will not be amazed or not be taken back or surprised because God's already talked about it and words have already been prophesied. I truly believe like God is going to move in ways that we've never seen him move. And now is the time to get our lives, get our hearts ready. And especially in our identity with Christ. There are so many things that are going on and a lot of us are not prepared. A lot of us are not ready. A lot of us are still walking in sin. A lot of us are still walking in condemnation. There's certain things that are going on. Again, as I talked about at the very beginning, with identity, with the LGBT community, with the uh, with the gays, the lesbians, the, um, the trans, with pansexuals, whatever you want to say, whatever you want to call them. They're still sons and daughters of God, but their identity has been misshapen because of the lies the world has has spread, um, the lies that the enemy has spread through our school systems, through advertisements, through the worldly things that have been expressed to our generation. And as Christians, we need to step back and we need to say, okay, this is something that we need to look at. We need to address it because this isn't right. This is wrong. And in God's eyes, this is wrong. There's a lot of Christians out there that believe, you know, we can still love them even though they're gay, even though they identify themselves as gay, bis, trans, whatever you want to call them. But the thing is, is yes, we can still love them, but their sin is wrong, and sin is sin, but them living in that lifestyle is not going to bring them to heaven. That is still a sin that they're living living in day to day, and they may say that they're Christians, but they may be bi. They may say they're Christians, but they may be lesbian. They say they may be Christians, but they, they're gay. Well, guess what? It's still sin. Their identity is not in that, but their identity is in God. And God has called them either a male or called them a female. If they have been born as a male, then they're a male. If they're born as a female, then they're a female. You know, God says, I knew you before you were formed in your mother's womb. Here's the thing. God already had a calling on their lives, but they're following a sinful life. They're following a lie or they're following some sort of situation that's gone on in their life as a childhood because they got mistreated. Here's the thing, if we can love on them and show them like, look, God loves you for who you are, stay away from this, and if you are in this lifestyle, repent and follow after what the Lord is saying. There are so many people that we can win over. There are so many people that are going to start to look at the Lord and be like, God, I am sorry for the way I acted. I am sorry for the way I've lived. I'm sorry this is my the lifestyle that I created for myself. I don't want to live in this anymore. I want to follow you. I want to trust you. I know that there's a process and I know I'm going to get through this, but I am putting my trust. I'm putting my life in your hands so you can bring me out of this and into something that you have better for me. I truly believe like God's got something. We just have to trust him. And for all those 
that are listening that are in that community, that LGBTQ community, I want to tell you, I love you, but I don't agree with what you're doing. I don't agree with the lifestyle you're living in, and God doesn't either, and he says it in his word. It says that men shall not be with another man, a woman shall not be with another woman, but a man and a woman shall unite in holy matrimony and marriage. It never says a woman and a woman, it never says a man and a man, it only says a man and a woman. And I really want you to understand that like God sees you and he sees what you're doing and he's not impressed. He's not he's not he doesn't like that idea. And he frowns upon it and it it, it, it saddens him. But he still loves you. He still loves you as his child. He still loves you as a son, as a daughter, as he sees you as. But you will not enter the gates of heaven with that lifestyle. Again, I'm going to be talking about some real things during this this season of, of the series of this podcast. So if you don't like it, oh well, that's fine. You're more than welcome to tune off. But for those who actually see this as an important thing that's going on in our lives right now, thank you for continuing to listen. That really means a lot to me. I really appreciate your support. I really appreciate your your love to me through this time. And this is something that's, again, really important. And I really believe like the Lord has this and that God is going to work in ways if we just obey and we submit and we trust him through it all. I really believe that this generation, that Gen Z is going to sprout, that they're going to rise up and be the voice for this nation. You know, in Acts 2, you know, sons and daughters... You know, sons will, will prophesy, daughters will prophesy. And I believe that we're going to be a voice for this generation, that we're going to be a voice for this nation, especially when it's needed most. So, please hear my heart. Please hear what I'm saying because this is something that's been really heavy. This is something that's been needed to be talked about and some people have talked about it, some people have not because they're ashamed or they're afraid that people are going to think differently of them, that they're going to ride against them or whatever. Who, who cares? Your comfortness or your sugarcoating of what the word says is going to land you other places instead of just speaking the truth. But anyway, with that being said, God has something amazing in store for this this year and this season of these, these podcasts. And for those who have been listening the entire time for the last 43 minutes, 44 minutes, whatever it is, uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for being a part of this. Uh, if you want to hear more, uh, just follow Whatever platform you're listening on, whether Spotify, Apple Podcast, um, whatever it is that's available right now, 
make sure to follow like the like the um the podcast if you want uh interact with me there's gonna be stuff going on on spotify if you're listening there um, you're gonna have a way to access um and communicate with me and as the series progresses i'll have ways for you to be a part of uh, a community with me as well if you want to participate in that um if you haven't yet go follow me on uh, instagram um you can follow me at ross vlogs media or any other platform that you may find me on you're more than welcome to do that um if you have questions, comments, concerns, write it down on a piece of paper. <laughs> if it's quite, if it's a comment, if that's um, demeaning, if it's a, if it's a concern, um, to be honest, I'm going to say this: write it on, on a on a piece of paper and throw it away in the trash can, uh, because um, everything that I'm speaking is truth, and it's in the Word, and I base everything I say off of what the Word says, and not what um, what the world says. You know, it's better to be in the world than of the world. And I do not want to be part of the world. So, again, um, if you have anything to say that's negative, just keep it to yourself. You're more than welcome to speak up and talk about it somewhere else. Um, But to be honest, it's a free country anyway, so who cares? Um, But I'll leave you with this. Guys, uh, stay tuned for episode two. Uh, sometime in the near future, once this gets released, we'll have more information in regards to part two or episode two, whatever it may be. And then also ways of engagement and or uh, possible merch or different communities and stuff like that. So with that being said, thank you guys so much for uh, listening for the 46 minutes that we've been here. Again, thank you so much. Make sure to share it, comment. I'm putting any information that you want to in, in whatever is available. If you want to leave a review, whatever you got to do, do it. Um, be a part of the, the community and engage. Find me on social media again, you know, at Ross Vlogs Media, and that's for Instagram. All right, guys. Thank you, and uh, I'll talk with you guys again a little bit later.